It's the doc and the deacon, stethoscope and hope, talking everything from poop to the pope. One believing in spiritual miracles, the other believes in movement bowels that are irritable. Two dads, more like two brothers, and they breaking bread like the Last Supper. This show won't get negative feedback, that be like the deacon prescribing a Z-Pack. So don't get it twisted like a Philly pretzel, Foles already told y'all that Philly special. Take notes from the knowledge they're teaching, pay attention, it's the doc and the deacon speaking. Welcome to Doc and the Deacon, a podcast about two dads, one of us believing in the power of science, one of us believing in the power of Jesus, but both of us believing in the power of an ice-cold beer. Yeah, speaking of beer, Doc, uh, that's the first time I've ever seen you with uh, a cerveza from uh, Modelo, like the uh, Corona Light, is that it? Well, actually... No lime, sans uh, limon verde. Well, you know what? I enjoy Corona. And I enjoy Corona Light usually during the summer, which is interesting because it's actually bottled in Chicago. But you know what I stay away from because I'm worried about getting sick? What's that? Oh, uh, the lime. The lime. Like, yeah, you can get a lot of uh, viruses and bacteria from there. From the inside of the lime? Well, it sits out, especially if you're at a bar. Oh, like if you're doing it fresh, you're, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But if you you're go to a bar... You're jamming it in that bottle. Yeah, yeah. Listen, if I do like fresh cut fruit <laughs> the during guy, the summer... You know, I worked in restaurants for a long time. So I do know... That the guy who's putting away the produce is most of the time not the most highly paid professional, right? So maybe he's rubbed that lime. He's the lime on his coconuts. Lime on my coconuts. And now now you're jamming it in that bottle. But I see you are sans uh, limone verde. I I am. That makes sense. I am. And you know, obviously, this is the time where all you can hear about anywhere is the coronavirus. Corona. Well... Uh, and that, uh, and 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 the the presidential oh yeah debates yeah. yes, but the doc and the deacon are going to try to uh, focus more on the coronavirus. Oh, we're not going to talk the, about booty judge. Uh, no, we're not going to go down to a political hole. Currently. Okay. Um, and one of my favorite things in this whole coronavirus thing, which obviously is a worry, but we're going to get into our, our full thoughts there, is that I heard that um, Corona offered millions of dollars in research if they change it to the Bud Light of virus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they have to be upset. But I guess, what is, what's that thing they always say? Any, any press is good press? This, there's no way this is any press is good press. Even though I went out and bought two cases of Corona Light. <laughs> Just for this episode. Oh, in case I'm quarantined. I needed enough Corona Light in my house. Yeah, because it'll be June soon. Yeah. Well, um, you know why it's called coronavirus? I really don't. Okay. I, I've, I've wondered that a lot, in fact. So... Coronavirus or COVID-19, because coronavirus is a virus that has been around for um, uh, quite a long time. But for probably longer had... than corona? <laughs> What's been around? Yes. The coronavirus or corona? Coronavirus has been around longer than corona beer. Okay. The coronavirus often causes just an upper respiratory infection, like a common cold. But this strain, obviously, is a little bit more significant. And it's actually a uh, beta coronavirus, this strain, or what we're going to refer to as the uh, COVID-19. Do you remember, did you ever have beta tapes? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, there were people that had VHS. Yep. And then there were the people that had beta. And you remember, like, actually beta was a much better picture than VHS. But people thought VHS would never catch on. Mm. And so then you had these beta. I remember my parents had a beta. And then I remember when the DVD started to come out, and they were like, that'll never, never stick around. Never. I thought the same way with a, you know, um, 
the smartphones. Yeah, remember, and texting. Do you remember the Blu-ray disc? You never oh, yeah. had one of those, right? Those I can afford one of those. They were expensive, and they did not make it. Bye bye, Blu-ray. <laughs> so Corona Light is called Corona because it has a crown, and the term Corona means crown in Latin. Oh, if you look at the virus under the microscope, it's is the Corona made in Latin? No. Where is Latin? Is that a country? Latin is a language that is no longer used. God, that's why I've never heard of it. Yes, yes. But basically, if you look at the virus under the microscope, there's little spikes and it almost looks crown-like. Okay. And that's how it got the name coronavirus, I got as you. in crown. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. And so this is the first episode where I'm actually going to say it kind of matters what the date is today. Because so much is changing every day and everywhere you hear they're talking about coronavirus. So we could have gone the route and not discussed it, but uh, that's not what we did. So today is uh, March 4th. 3-4-20. Yeah. Okay. 3 four twenty. So we're hoping to get this out pretty quickly. We're going to do a quick turnaround in this, like a, like a flip in a, in a downtown studio. Ooh, speaking of downtown, in downtown Wuhan, downtown, yeah. which is actually a very large city in China, there was a seafood market, and they were selling like all sorts of foods, live rabbits and snakes. It kind of reminds me of like the Reading Terminal, but with a lot more live animals. Okay, yeah. And... <laughs> I love the fact that they were, you know, you could get live rabbits or snakes at the same place you would get, you know, your chicken or your fish. And it made me think of when I had a rabbit. Did you know I had a rabbit? <laughs> I didn't know you had Oh, that. yeah, yeah. So I was in a fraternity, right? And, Hold on. Uh, as a grown man, you had a rabbit. Yeah, like, I, not as a child. This you, is, you're a grown man now with a rabbit? So in my, college? So my fraternity had a rabbit. Okay. And at the end of one year, they said they were going to get rid of the rabbit. Yeah. And I couldn't let Chewy go Chewy. away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Chewy just kind of wandered around the fraternity. And, like, there were different... There was food in different oh, rooms. And nobody was really paying attention. And the fraternity across the street had a goat. Okay. And they used to threaten us that their goat would eat our rabbit. And these guys were... Uh, uh, not so cool, but they were wild. They used to feed their goat, like, uh, beer cans and cigarettes. And uh, it was... Uh, we were worried that Chewy would get eaten. By the goat. Okay. And so I took Chewy home and uh, went to visit my mom. And then I left to go back to college and left Chewy with my mother. And was Chewy, how long did Chewy make it after that? <laughs> six months. <laughs> six months. And she I came. mean, that's not a knock on Mama Rose. I'm oh, just saying. Yes. How long did Chewy make it? Yes, yes. So, uh, <laughs> yes. Chewy, Chewy didn't get a crown. Yeah. No. No, so the city of Wuhan, China is where we think that the coronavirus started. And actually... Um, what happened is there was a, actually an ophthalmologist who yeah. realized, hey, there's all these people with this pneumonia that's different than normal. Okay. There was basically clusters in this area of people getting sick. And most often this virus causes you know, fever, cough, shortness of breath. Uh, some people have been found to have uh, nausea, uh, some to have diarrhea. And, and the, the worrisome thing about this strain, uh, COVID-19... Um, is that it's a little bit more lower respiratory tract, right? So most coronaviruses would cause more upper respiratory tract stuff, like sore throat, runny nose, and this is causing more stuff in the lungs. Okay. Oh, I got you. Yep, yep. And so the worries in this case are if you have other medical issues. So if your lungs aren't strong enough to cough all that junk out and clear out that mucus. Yeah, if you have, you know, COPD, CHF, OSA. CBD. (laughs) <laughs> not CBD. It could it could cause you know respiratory distress. You could have um, 
you know, acute respiratory distress syndrome, you can need to be intubated. And uh, it has now led to everyone uh, freaking the heck out, huh? Oh, yeah, there's a lot. And, and it's scary when you don't understand something, right, to know. I mean, I, you know, the information we get here on the level that I'm on, right? So I'm not a physician. I'm just a, a citizen. Uh, the information you get that I get is different than what you get, right? I mean, you can, I could probably access information from the World Health Organization or the CDC. But that takes, I got to type in a bunch of letters to do that. And oftentimes we just, we hear something and think, oh, that must be true. Yeah. Right? Like I heard some, somebody say, and I'm not saying this is true. I'm saying it's what I heard. I'm saying I heard somebody say that, that this was a, 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 a disease that somebody manufactured, like a virus that was made in a laboratory and then sold to someone to start this pandemic or, you know. What is, is, it, is, it, is it a pandemic yet? So pandemic is basically a term that is when an epidemic spreads across continents or goes worldwide. Okay. So and it so, started in China. Yep. And, that, and then Italy, I heard, right? They, they canceled some soccer games. In South Korea. The, uh, South Korea. Now we've had some confirmation that it's been in the United States, right? We've had our first couple of deaths in the United States due to coronavirus? Yeah, so let's let's take a step back. Okay. Because with the coronavirus, the first thing that okay. I want to tell people okay. is relax. Right? We need to be prepared. Physicians need to be prepared. Health systems need to have meetings. Right. Uh, the deacon does not need to go out and buy all the hand sanitizer and all the masks and lock his dog in quarantine. Okay. Right? In Pennsylvania, where we live, there are zero cases reported currently of coronavirus. I did start elbowing people, though. Did you? Yeah. I okay. did start giving them the, the elbow yeah. and the shoulder. Although, it's, you should not. This lady, she was like 98. Man, I had to, when I picked her up, I was like, I'm so sorry. I didn't know that you I knocked shoulder over? you that yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was all good. Then you got to ask somebody if they have osteoporosis first. I prayed, I prayed for her. She's good. Like, good. <laughs> and so, yeah, it, it depends. Someone could officially call this a pandemic, and that would absolutely be appropriate. Okay. But that doesn't mean we all need to freak out. A pandemic is a term. That's a word that scares the out of people. Yes, yes. So the world, I didn't bleep it there. I just didn't say that. The, the World word. Health Organization and the CDC has not gone to calling it a pandemic yet. If you okay. look by technically at the definition, could you call it a pandemic? Yes. Are my thoughts still relaxed? Yes. Okay. Right? Did my office today have a meeting? Has the health system I work for had a discussion to go, hey, when someone calls, these are certain questions we ask now yep. so that we're not bringing people necessarily into the office. We have a protocol right. to get the health department involved. Yeah. We do have uh, personal protective equipment. Are there buzzwords that you're, at, that you're looking for when someone calls in that you're like, okay, this, here's a potential case? Yeah. Okay. It's China. Oh. I've, so I, uh, fried rice. No, no, no. So, actually, it's if someone calls and they are sick. Crab Rangoon. And they have a fever and they're having respiratory symptoms. We are asking if someone has recently come from China, Japan, Italy, South Korea, um, affected areas of Iran, okay. or has been exposed to someone that they know that has been either exposed or diagnosed with the COVID-19. Okay. If 
I, I already Here have. we go. Here we go. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Normally we would, this, nor, normally we would edit that out. This that was perfect so, timing. That's crazy that yeah. that just happened. Yeah. Oh um, if someone is really sick, yeah, the emergency room and EMS will be called, and they will prepare to take precaution to not spread the illness if someone fits this criteria. If someone does not, we are going to contact the health department. They are going to find a way to test these people. But if they are not having significant symptoms, we're telling them to stay home. I wish I knew the impact that this was having on, like, Tinder. Oh, this has got to be the worst thing that's ever oh, happened like to Tinder. Bumble. Well, I love some of the random things that have come out from it are amazing. Like, the NBA sent an email to its players saying, please, do not high-five each other. It also said, try to decrease how often... You're signing autographs. Or if you're signing autographs, use your own pen. But that, these are some really, of the things it, that we've really gotten to that feel a little crazy. It really is what we needed to be a society that was already invested in screens and not people, right? Is like at this time. In fact, as we sit here, I literally just got an email in regards to the coronavirus from a, a, a congresswoman in Pennsylvania's 4th District. Well, so the fact is, in the media and the news... Yeah. Is it is interesting, right? And it is. Now news shows are on 24 hours a day. And it should not be news that one person in the state of New York has this virus that 80% of people that get get mild symptoms. Right? It is a flu-like illness. The big question here is what is the mortality? How dangerous is it? And the honest truth is we don't know. The World Health Organization came out today and quoted the number of 3.4% mortality, but then Medscape today said, oh, it's actually been 2%, but there's so many people that have mild disease that haven't been diagnosed. Most physicians think it will be less than 1% mortality. I will say that the regular flu is 0.1. So, so that, that's why it's more worrisome. flu is 0.1. Usually. So, so even if this is 1%, we're talking that's 10 times more deadly, right? Yes. Than than the regular flu virus. It is. Yeah. It is. Let's point this out. In my uh, attempts to try to get people to relax a little bit. Okay. As of today, March uh, 4th, 2020, um, 128 people in the United States have been diagnosed with the coronavirus. Okay. Between 32 and 45,000 Americans have been diagnosed with the flu this year. Okay, so significantly... 128 to yeah. possibly 45,000. I'm not a mathematician, so I can't do the percentage there, but I'm guessing it's less than 0.01. As of right now, um, worldwide, uh, 92,000 people have been diagnosed. As of right now, yep. there are 7 billion people in the world. That have the flu? No, total. Oh, total. Yeah, there's just 7 billion. So 90,000 diagnosed, 7 billion yeah. in the world. So here are the issues, right? Treatment-wise, yeah. uh, there's nothing. Yeah. It's interesting. Uh, there's nothing to treat the virus? And there is not. There is not. So because a virus has to run its course, right? Yeah, except for, you know, the flu does have Tamiflu, which is a medication. We've talked uh, extensively about the herpes uh, virus, and that has valcyclovir. HIV has some HIV meds. They've actually been studying some HIV meds, and um, they've been studying some new antiviral, antivirals, one of which... Oh, yeah, because we're, we're trying to get the, the 
the immune system to, to react to this and do something. We're right? trying to find an yeah. antiviral that helps. Okay. So there is a medicine in uh, stage three called remdesivir. Okay. And it was going to be a flu medicine, but they think it may possibly have some ability to help decrease severe cases of coronavirus. Yeah. And the company that makes it Gilead. Okay. Their stock's going out of control. I mean, the stock market's being crazy. You know what you should buy? Go buy some Gilead. I don't know if that medicine actually works, but it sure sounds like it may make you a few quick bucks if you're listening to Doc and the Deacon. All right. We care about your health. We care about your pockets. That's right. So so who, based on this information, you just said something that made me think of the word, and I'm going to use this word that you've probably never heard come out of the Deacon's mouth, immunocompromised. Yeah. So are those that are immunocompromised more susceptible to this disease or just if they get it, they're in a little bit more trouble? Uh, both. Both, okay. probably. It, it's, most of the answers to this are we really don't know yet. All right. But if you look at the numbers of the death rate, it's really high 80 and older. Right? Yeah. I looked at like, the rate for people our age between 40 and 50. It's, you know, 0. 0.3, 0. Oh 0.4%. Gosh, we are between 40 and 50, we are. both of us now. And, and part of the reason I'm interested in this is it's being discussed all the time, but the actual real reason is selfish. I have a trip to Italy in two months. <laughs> right? So Milan and northern Italy is where this is happening. But I'm, yeah. I'm going to the Amalfi Coast and Rome, which is a, you know, a little bit further down. Is there any chance that they're going to allow me to go to Italy in two months? That's a great question. I don't know. The, did you purchase uh, trip insurance? I don't know. I don't know. My wife did, took Probably. care of this. I'm going to say no. <laughs> I'm going no. I'm going somewhere. I have never who, purchased who would trip think, insurance. Has, if you're listening to this, like, tell me a time that you've ever purchased trip insurance that you can think of. So my mom's boyfriend, uh, Frampa, Frampa, has some medical issues so that he purchases trip insurance. Okay, now how yeah, yeah, the Frampa? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and yeah. I think actually if you have medical issues, you should more likely purchase trip I insurance. I love Frampa. You know Frampa... Um, Recently, if if you're listening to this, since we're talking about the date and you know when it is, we're going to flip this over. You know, the Deacon was just on QVC, and uh, I had some popcorn for sale, and the Framps uh, bought some of the popcorn. Oh yeah, brought it home. Oh yeah, I like that. I'm quite enjoying uh, your uh, QVC uh, yeah. appearances. It's awesome. They are fantastic. Um, so, my thoughts are, I've been working so much recently. Yeah. I would actually, if I knew I would just cough for a week or two, I'm like, oh, I wouldn't mind being quarantined. Mm. 14 days? I can't really leave the house. I can't work. I mean, I know my health system would be like, what the heck is going on here? It made me think of, if you got quarantined, what would you do? What would you watch? And right now, timing-wise, I would want to get sick like a week and a half from now. So I could be home for the entire NCAA tournament. Oh, that's a good time. I would want it to be a little bit soon. Yes, that would be good. Because then the NCAA tournament would start. And then Ozark would come out season three, right? And I would get to see that. So that would be good. But here's the thing you have to remember. Yeah. If you're quarantined, your children are also quarantined with you. Uh. You know what? I think I would have to be. Could I get? Could I be quarantined in like a room in Atlantic City? That yeah, probably right. doesn't work no, like that. I don't know if that works. Yeah, that. yeah. So this is if you guys get quarantined, I have some television recommendations for you. Oh, okay. While you're quarantined. All right. Uh, first, on Netflix, if you have Netflix, because um, the only person that may still love you 
if you are coughing your head off with coronavirus, is Netflix. And the show uh, You. And Alexa. And Alexa. Um, the show You. Yeah. Have you seen that one? I have seen both seasons. Okay. It is super creepy. It will make you feel better about your relationship with your current partner. And it's uh, really addicting. It was one of those where I have like a very kind of stringent sleep schedule for, hey, I need to get this amount of sleep because I need to get to work. Yeah. There was definitely a day where I was like, I'm pushing through another episode. Oh, I'm pushing through another episode. Yeah. Like, and you know, uh, thank goodness for residency because I will make it through my patients. <laughs> and then I have one more show. Okay, go ahead. for you. Yeah. It's called Pandemic. Panda- that's a yeah, show that came out right before this on Netflix. Basically, it was going back through and talking about um, the flu and the yearly flu changes. And it reviewed um, some, some uh, doctors who went through Ebola. And actually, they were talking a little bit about SARS and MERS, which are two coronaviruses. SARS in 2003, yeah. which we think came from civet cats. And MERS from 2012, which we think came from camels. COVID-19, we are not sure. Okay. Right? We don't know. We don't know. There's some thoughts, you know. It's from one of these animals. Maybe bats. You almost said aminal. Animals. Yeah, aminal. I like aminal. You know, uh, my my youngest used to say aminal all the time, and now she wants to be a veterinarian. Well, I like that. Um, That's interesting. So, Uh, But I like your recommendations. So you and... uh, the question I got the other day is uh, now I'm getting all these wacky questions, okay. right? Because I get enough questions as it is. One was, uh, could my dog get coronavirus? And as of right now, we do not think that animals are okay. transmitting it like dogs or cats. The other is, do I need to wear a mask? Does everyone need to wear a mask? Do they work? So I saw a woman, I said they were out of masks. Yep. And I saw this great thing the other day, if you've seen it, that this woman saw this, uh, some people in, in, in other countries were using their, their brassiers to make the masks. And this, they um, were using bras to make masks. Yeah. And this, this, um, this woman who was, uh, more in, like you could fit it. Like yeah. your face would be a D cup. This, a this lady was more endowed than some. And wow. so she used hers and she, she showed, she put it on her kids' faces to cover their whole heads and stuff. It's pretty funny. But, I like it. you know, it's, it's interesting. The stuff, again, the stuff. So talk about masks. Well, uh, no, you don't need a mask. Okay. Right? There are two different, ty- there are two different types of masks, right? They're the regular surgical masks. Mm-hmm. And the surgical masks are the ones that we're trying to not get others sick, right? Not spread germs. You're trying to not get other things. But those are not recommended for anyone. We don't know that those help. Actually, when you take off a regular surgical mask and you're touching your face, these are things we don't want. Yeah. We don't want you touching your face. We want you to do the elbow sneeze. And so, no, they don't work. Do N95 fitted masks work? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And with personal protective equipment, yes. And my hospital system will be getting people that work in the hospital, in the intensive care unit, and possibly the outpatient office to get fitted yeah. for N95 masks. But you probably have to shave for the one of those. Right? <laughs> you, you may. The, the tricky part is we're really, a lot of healthcare workers are getting sick. And that's what we really need to mm-hmm. kind of, you know, uh, stay away from. Yeah, I mean, the, the, what was that uh, boat that they were on? The Grand Princess? Yep. Right? And the, the physician on board who diagnosed everybody, he got sick, right? Sure did. And that's a shame. It's tough. It, so there's this reproductive number here. 
Okay, what's that? Right? And that's how many people pass it along. So the flu, every person with the flu, about one other person gets sick. The thoughts are with the coronavirus is that um, for every person that is sick, they could spread it to the tricky part is everything here is changing numbers wise. But the last number I saw was about three people. So you could see how quickly that spreads. Hold on. I got to put this mask on. What'd you say? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I didn't put a mask on. Uh, but I'm, I'm sitting really close to the dock right now and it makes me think. So one person with the coronavirus, they're saying the reproductive number is three. Is that a real number or is that, like how do we know who came up with that number? Epidemiologists. Okay. Yeah. But I do think that number will change. Yeah. Uh, but three is the number they're working with currently. It's spreading. Yeah. Well, you know what's spread? I mean, that's, you know what it makes me think of? It makes me think of Jesus. Yeah. How so? And I know that's a weird correlation, but you know, when Jesus uh, first... Did Jesus ever wear a crown? Unfortunately, he did. A crown of thorns. Wow. Yeah, he wore... The corona thorn. He wore a crown of thorns that they put on his head and said, you want to be king of the Jews? And they nailed it into his head and blood poured from his head. Uh, you know, and just the week before, they had they they paraded him in on Palm Sunday, right? Anyway, but that gets into this story where you're like, so that, that, that's relevant to where Jesus' story began because his, his story began in this, in this wedding where he turned the water into wine. And, and right after that, you know, word started to get out. Uh, people were tweeting. And hashtag Jesus lives. Hashtag Vino, right? No, yeah. but I mean, you know, word spread. About this miracle, through... I know that Jesus would definitely sneeze into his elbow. He would definitely not Absolutely. sneeze into his hand. Right in that cloth. Oh, but you know, word spread through Galilee and Nazareth, and and where he was from, and where the, his first miracle began, and people started taking notice and started following him. It made the religious leaders of the time very uncomfortable because mm. uh, they weren't sure. Nobody was sure. Like, who is this guy? Is, is he is he the son of God? Is he the Messiah? And you know. There comes a time when it's like, can he really say that? Yeah. You know, like, you have to be really confident if you're going to say, well, I'm the son of God. Yeah. So. Um, or a politician in the United States. Yeah. <laughs> so right after the wedding, the wine, the water to wine miracle. In fact, uh, you know, they they're talking about this area uh, where there was a a government official who was in Capernaum, so about 20 miles away from Galilee on the coast, about 700 feet below sea level. So imagine this guy is 20 miles away. Back then, that would be like um, going, you know, from here to California almost because there were no vehicles. You know, I don't know how fast camels move. You sure wouldn't fly there because nobody's got on a plane right now. Right? Yeah. So... This guy, 700 feet, walked up. And so from, from Jerusalem or Galilee to Capernaum, is it, it, or the other way, it's, it's uphill from this area through treacherous terrain to try to get to Jesus. This guy comes 20 miles because his son was sick. Yeah. And he says, Jesus, I want you to come to my house. I heard about this miracle. I think, you know, and, and Jesus said, I'm not going to your house, man. What was wrong with this guy? I want to diagnose this guy. No, the kid was sick. You know, his son was dying. He had a fever, a very high fever. Okay. And he was sure his son was going to die, but he went to find Jesus because he was sure Jesus could save his son. Yeah. And Jesus kind of dismissed him at first and said, you, you need to see it 
to believe, you know, I, I, I don't have time for that, right? You, you guys, you all want to see miracles. And I would imagine that after word had spread, other people had probably already come up to him, right? It's, it does yeah. not, it's not recorded in the Bible, but I'm sure people come up to him like, hey, man, you know, my, my sister's sick. My brother's sick. I got this jacked up toe. Can you help a brother out? Yeah. You know, who knows? I got a little gout, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, you got to help me with this gout. <laughs> right? Yeah. But, you know, so anyway, so this guy is talking to Jesus and Jesus says, all right, fine. You know what? Go. Go back home. Your son is healed. And so the guy with his faith, he just left. He said, cool. I got what I need. Thank you. Like, and so he turned around and on his way home, he was met by some guys who, who said, hey, 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 your son, the fever's left him. He's better. And he said, tell me when this happened. And it had happened at exactly the time wow. when Jesus had told him. And, you know, was it, from, March, was it March 4th? March 4th, 2020. <laughs> this was March 4th uh, minus 20, right? Yeah. So um, word continued to spread and, by, you know, crowds continued to follow Jesus. In fact, the next, one of the next stories we read about the crowds are crowding around Jesus so much that he can't even get through this crowd. And, and he's walking through the crowd and all of a sudden he stops and, and there's a, the, the Bible says that there was a woman who had uh, a bleeding disorder and she was losing blood all the time. Mm. And she touched his gown. Mm. And Jesus stopped and said, who, who just touched me? Somebody just touched me. I felt the power go out of me. Yeah. And finally she said, it, it was me. And she told him her story about having this bleeding disorder. And he said, yeah. well, now you're healed. Wow. And I mean, people just trying to get a touch, just trying to get a glimpse. There's another story later where these guys, Jesus is in a house and these dudes like bring this kid who's sick and lower him through the roof to get to. So, you know, and the religious leaders were going nuts. They're like, who is this Jesus? To the point where they, they created their own dialogue, their own narrative about who Jesus was yeah. and saying that he was evil and all this stuff. So, so they tried to trick him and, and you can read on and on and on in the in So this the guy, this guy whose son was saved, yeah. he had to have told more than three people. His, I don't know what his reproductive was value was. But it had to be off the charts. I'm sure it was off the charts. And then, listen, Peter's reproductive value was humongous, right? Because then the, the first... Oh, oh, Peter, the deacon who's standing next to me. Not me. Your reproductive value is three as well. My reproductive have three, value. You have three girls. Yeah. <laughs> right? Your, oh, yeah, your like reproductive value good. is three. My we know that for sure. Three for sure. That's science. But Peter the Rock that the church was built on, right? He gave the first sermon after Jesus's resurrection and, and return and ascension into heaven. And they said in Acts, the book of Acts records it and says that the day that Peter gave his first sermon, 3,000 were right. added to the number of Christians. So it's just... So Jesus, it was, reminds a, Jesus me, was a pandemic. Yeah, evangelism through Christianity. That's the way Christianity grows. Well, I sure believe that. And we should maybe, in fact... this. I is can't a, tell you which one I'm more scared of. Yeah. The Jesus pandemic or coronavirus. In fact, I think the church... We should come up with a reproductive value for people in the church. And maybe that's a good way to screen them on whether or not they're good Christians. Like you assign a reproductive oh, value Catholics to Catholics must have a higher reproductive value. They don't believe in a birth control model. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, we're, doing a, we're doing a lot of math here on the document. Yeah, I, like I love it. I love it. So Jesus spread like a pandemic. Yeah. How about it? From miracles. Wow. You know, I don't know how I transitioned to a game from there. But I may. Okay. I can't wait to see this. I'm going to give you two different uh, masks. 
Okay. And I want you to tell me which mask is a, is was a better mask. Which mask did you enjoy more in life? Okay. Okay, I got and it. next, um, Jason Voorhees. Okay. And the ski mask. So Jason Voorhees from Friday the 13th? Oh, yeah. And the ski mask? Well, it was his mask. It was the ski mask. That's one. That's number one. Oh, okay. Jason Voorhees mask. It's yeah. a ski mask. Versus... A basketball player because I love basketball. Richard Hamilton, who broke his nose yep. and then wore the uh, the face mask for the rest of his career because he felt like he played better in it. Uh, who wins the mask off? I'm gonna go uh, Voorhees. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, Rip in the mask, and there's some stories. You remember when LeBron had to wear a mask? He hated it. These guys yeah. hate their masks. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna go Voorhees. Okay. Next. Right, next. We have a Mary F. Kill on masks? No. Oh, yeah, new game. A new game. Yeah, we're switching games. Like the games are, are turning into a pandemic. <laughs> well, there are a lot of thoughts that the bat coronavirus may be a place where some of these viruses come from, okay. from bats. Okay. And so this is about um, superheroes. Oh, uh, Batman. Yeah. Because of bats. Yeah. There was some attempt at a connection there. Um, Superman. Okay. And Iron Man. Oh, they're all men. Like they're 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 men that that put on these masks, yeah. If you will, okay. Yeah. Um, well, I would marry Superman because I think he's the to me he's like the greatest superhero. Iron Man is that guy that um, you know he's new, he's hype, he's fun to be around. You know, you probably bang him for a minute, and uh, you probably kill Batman. You kill Batman. Yeah. Oh, Batman's my favorite. Unfortunately, I'm a Superman guy. Well, okay. Well, I'm okay with that. Um, Although this new movie with Ben Affleck, I think, is, looks pretty good. Yeah. Well, I feel bad that uh, I feel bad that Batman dies. And do I have to kill any of them? You know what? Let's change change the game. I marry them all. Oh, I love it. There's a few stories in the Bible where these guys have more than one wife. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. <laughs> so. The good thing is, all the superheroes live, and so far, with the coronavirus, as much as it is scary, regular people don't need to be afraid. People do not need to freak out that much right now, right? There are zero cases in Pennsylvania, right? There will be some cases. There will still be some people that get sick the same way people are sick every day, the same way that we have flu, all the time, but we are not scared of it because it's not new. COVID-19 is new. The media is reporting on it. The media is talking about it all the time. Everyone has a take on it as we had a take right now. Yeah. But maybe every little update is putting more fear in us. So what can people do right now? Like, like uh, what are some things that, like some, some everyday tips you would give to people? Oh, really right now? <sighs> Almost, almost... Like, there's nothing wrong with having some hand sanitizer, right? There's nothing wrong with having hand sanitizer. Okay. There's nothing wrong with um, sneezing well, washing in your hands, elbow. sneezing yeah. in the elbow. And, listen, sometimes we want to work through when we're sick. We are at a time where if you're sick, stay home. I mean, do people really, I mean, do people really know how to wash their hands? Well, like, I've been in the bathroom a lot and seen dudes, like, spritz water on their hand. I'm like, that's not, that's not a wash, man. So, I'll tell you. I am a good hand washer. But okay. not everyone is. And everyone out there is talking about, hey, you need to wash your hands for 20 seconds. Today, like, I was almost, like, counting it through. Yeah. And seeing, um, you know, how long does it take me to wash my hands? Ooh. 
like, because uh, uh, I think I do a good job because I'm so used to it, right? It's part of my thing. Actually, when I get up to wash my hands, it helps relax me a little bit. Mm. It takes a second for myself. Yeah. But now I was like, I wonder if people are counting to see if this is taking <laughs> like 20 everybody. seconds. And everyone's like, oh, just, uh, you know, sing happy birthday twice and that's 20 seconds. But you know what? Happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday. Not that one. The regular happy birthday. Oh. But no, that's not what you should It's do. your birthday. Go, shorty. It's your birthday. No, no. But Doc and the Deacon okay. are going to teach you the way to do it. Instead, what we want you to be, and when you're washing your hands, is, uh, as my boy Eminem said, yeah. not afraid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's tr- All right, let's see if this is 20 seconds. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid to take a stand. To take a stand. Everybody, everybody, come take my hand. Come take me. We'll walk this road together through the storm. Whatever weather, cold or warm. Just let me know that you're not alone. Holler if you feel like you've been down the same road. And my hands are clean. Oh, that was 20 seconds. Yeah. And that was, all right, I like it. Look at that. Next time you're washing your hands. A few lines by Eminem. And so to end this off, um, there was a whistleblower. There was an ophthalmologist in China Mm. who actually started. He was 34. He was an ophthalmologist. Okay. And he was one of the persons. He was one of the people that noticed that um, these people were getting sick. Yeah. And he was actually questioned by the Chinese government Mm. uh, because they do not have freedom of speech at this time. And his name was Dr. Li Wenliang. Okay. And uh, he did, in the process of this, get sick and pass. Mm. And so I think this is time where, uh, for someone who stood up and pointed out when he saw something wrong and he was not afraid, maybe we can get a prayer from the deacon. To take a stand, to take, take a stand. This road Yo, um, man, it, it's crazy that, um, that we still live in a world where... where People's voices are silenced, and and it's and you can't speak uh, truth uh, in certain places without feeling uh, afraid, and maybe even uh, for your life. And so, um, you know, I'm so thankful to live in a place where we don't have to be afraid, and you know, thankful to God um, that He He has given us the opportunity uh, to be people who who can uh, love one another and, and especially in America uh, survive and, and live in those freedoms. But we pray for that doctor. We pray for, for everybody that, that will use this as a time not to look uh, for ways to, um, to not to pull away from one another because of fear, but that will lean into the idea that um, this is all just temporary. And so, you know, our, our real home uh, is the one that we believe is created in heaven and, and, but but we know that fear is real, and and sometimes it, it's uh, it can be something that that is um, overwhelming. And so, f- just pray that uh, that you'll f- we can find a way to have peace uh, with one another and support each other through this. Because um, when we're afraid, a lot of times uh, we do things we wouldn't normally do. Yeah, Amen. Two things you can always count on: the doc is in, and Deacon speaks. Hey, thanks so much uh, for listening. Um, this is the first episode recorded uh, since uh, the memorial service for Gianna and Kobe. So I'm always remembering them, and um, I, I, you know, I, I think about them all the time. 
in, in my daily stuff. You know, I changed my things I do at the gym because of it. So, um, yeah, I remember something he said, and it kind of related to this. It's like, man, just, you know, it's, it's living that your best life, but not in a way that's not about other people, but um, taking, taking advantage of the opportunities that are presented to you. Uh, thank you for our, for franchise and Tucker, uh, who who produced this, provide music for us, for our wives, who continue to find ways to do more so that we can have a platform to be able to do something that's just fun uh, for two guys. Yeah, <laughs> kind of idiots. Yeah, wash your hands. Yeah, sneeze in your elbow. Yeah, don't be afraid. Not afraid. Peace. All right, peace. Excellent brain trust to market and brandness That's set in stone like the Ten Commandments This show gon' be around for infinite years I think we can all agree on ice cold beers 100% authentic, you can't fake it Often imitated, but never duplicated So knowledgeable, take a lot of facts in Now I'm coming to close it like a Roldis Chapman